Hey everybody, welcome to Ed American F1, and you know, sorry for being late on the podcast this week, but uh, was doing some things with the website, F1idiots.com, really trying to add, make it more fruitful. I used to have a blog, but really haven't had the time to blog, barely am having the time to podcast, but added some liveries for this year, adding the team schedule, adding the teams, really trying to make it a database for F1 news and things like that, so I'm working on it. It's getting some places. It's a work in progress. Hope you enjoy. But anyway, it's been a while since I had a podcast. I believe it was right after the Spanish Grand Prix. And, of course, we had the off week. I didn't really do a Montreal preview. But if you were paying attention to the off week, you would know that Le Mans, the 24 hours of Le Mans, was this previous Saturday into Sunday. And I got to say, like, you know... There was a lot of hype going into Le Mans. Uh, first of all, the hypercar category is freaking sick. Um, of course, there was some um, fairness of competition, I guess you could say, controversy in regards to Toyota. But hey, you know, a lot of former F1 drivers running in the race and props to Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari fans, how you feeling? You finally got a win. You finally got a win in a big race. Le Mans 24 Ferrari with Antonio Giovinazzi. At the wheel, truly spectacular, truly cool for Ferrari fans. I, for one, was pretty hyped. I was also kind of hyped because I don't know if you guys paid attention. I mean, it was kind of the biggest news, probably the most um, ugly duckling, the clearly American fitting G56 project, which, of course, brought a NASCAR stock car. I saw a lot of people calling it a NASCAR. It's not a NASCAR. You don't call it a NASCAR, it's a NASCAR Cup stock car you could have called the the gen 6 the g56 project but the point is it was pretty cool to watch that car go around the track i know it had some issues but the fact i mean it was comparing it to all the sounds and sights of the cars you typically see at le mans to have the g56 perform how it did in le mans was truly spectacular truly amazing and uh you know props to the team for getting that ready you know bringing a little NASCAR overseas, and we might see a little more of that, you know, and uh, I think it's pretty cool in that regard. Nevertheless, we have Formula One racing this week, and it's in Montreal. Personal favorite track of mine, I love going to Montreal. Um, I love saying Montreal. I, you know, think that it's one of the better tracks in terms of racing competitiveness. Now, I know, of course, that with Max Verstappen, and Red Bull being as dominant as they are, we don't know what's exactly going to happen. Now, I am doing this podcast a little late, so today obviously was the FP1 that was ruined by a closed-circuit television error. Man, you know, so it was funny. I was actually watching the podcast when I was at work today, and as I was watching it, I was like, man, this is pretty crazy. You know, I thought it was all for the Pierre Gasly red flag because I was watching it and out. And I still see it red flag, like 35 minutes in. I'm like, is there a rain delay? Then I start checking Twitter, and I see it's a CCTV issue. I'm like, what is going on? Like, sometimes the problems in Formula One you just really can't make up. And sometimes none of it actually really surprises me. So, you know, we had a pretty much lackluster <laughs> FP1 session. Now, one of the highlights we can take away from FP1 and FP2, though, first of all, Red Bull probably hiding some pace, you got to think, right? Because, you know, 
say what you want about Mercedes being the one and two, and maybe those upgrades are coming to fruition. There might be something there. We've been led to false hopes before with Mercedes, so I'm not going to jump out of my seat after an FP2 session that was really a hybrid FP1, FP2. I'm not going to jump out of my seat just yet and say, yes, this is affirmation that Mercedes is back. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that this means Ferrari is competitive as well because Charles, uh, Charles Sainz, because Carlos, technically Carlos is Charles, but anyway, Carlos Sainz and uh, Charles Leclerc, both reaching top of the charts, looking like they have some uh, competitive speed. Now, the Rebels definitely hiding a little pace, you would have to presume, right? Like, definitely focusing on the long run. Then we had the rain at the end, which, my God, I want that. I want that vibe. That rain vibe is what I want for not just qualifying, but also for the race weekend. You know, hoping that we get a little wet weather, a little surprise in qualifying, a little surprise in the race. I think we as F1 fans really... I mean, I guess you could call George Russell's win at Interlagos last year, but last year was more of a tighter season. You you had the feeling that, yeah, there could be an error here. There could be a team that manages to steal a victory, especially at a race like Interlagos towards the end of the season. But, 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 this year we're just begging, begging, absolutely begging for the chance to have a race where there is a curveball thrown, where, you know, it isn't guaranteed. Where the team that does get the victory is a little surprising. Could it, and really, I think it's going to come from one of Mercedes, Aston Martin, or Ferrari. And if it's a wet weather race, I'm putting my money on Aston Martin. I'm putting my money on Fernando Alonso. But... You know, that remains to be seen. Qualifying, I think, tomorrow is going to be spicy. I think it's going to be an interesting qualifying. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, hopefully we do get some surprises. And that'd be cool. <laughs> really would be cool to get a nice little surprise out there and just to see something different. Give us something different for once. I mean, come on. But, you know, we have to be patient. We have to see how it goes. Nevertheless, uh, Montreal definitely looking like hype. This race weekend and uh you know other f1 news uh you know it's kind of been it's been a little quiet in terms of big f1 news the biggest thing that probably came out of the race weekend was the fact that we had or the not the uh race break weekend was the fact that yeah we had I lost my train of thought. Oh my God, this, I hate when this happens. That in our race break weekend, we had some news in regard to Sebastian Vettel. Just a few days ago, Sebastian Vettel. How do you guys feel about this? If you're a Sebastian Vettel fan, if you're a Red Bull fan, going back to his roots, and I'm going to butcher the name, the Nordschleife in Germany. But Sebastian Vettel going to run, going to run a race there. Or not a race, going to run a show car with Daniel Ricciardo. I think, like, I was talking to one of my buddies the other day. And I was saying that I don't think there's a team that does it better with alumni than Red Bull Racing. I mean, they got Mark Webber in there. They got Cothard still doing stuff. They got Daniel Ricciardo. They got Sebastian Vettel. I mean, it's a pretty cool... I, I cannot freaking talk. It is a pretty cool group of guys that they got going there. 
And I'm kind of excited to see what happens. I'm I'm just excited to see Seth on the track in a Red Bull. Giving some old school vibes. Is that really old school? 10 years ago? Does that count as old school? 10, 12 years ago? Is it longer than that? 10, 23? Jesus, that is a long time ago. But anyway, doing uh, you know some runs in a Red Bull car. Going back to his roots. Going back to the team that made Sebastian Vettel who he is, you know? Um... But really epic, really cool. And, you know, there was just something else I forgot to mention. Um, I did also forget to mention in regards to Montreal. What is with Alpine? Can they not get it right? Alpine is, oh, reliability issues. I was getting flashbacks to last year. It seems when Alpine is finally fast, they just can't handle reliability. Oh, my God, I'm burping. I'm really screwing this all up today. When Alpine is fast... They can't handle reliability. What is with that? What is with Alpine just freaking screwing it up in terms of reliability? And I hope this isn't a bad omen for the weekend for them because personally, I put some money on Esteban Ocon to get a surprise win. Or is it Pierre Gasly? I think it might have been Pierre Gasly, but not that. I mean, I don't know why I bother betting on Formula One. What is the point? Like, we know who's going to win, but there's always that small sliver of hope that, like, the race is just going to be pure chaos and we'll get some random win like a Pierre Gasly at Monza or uh, you know Daniel Ricciardo at Monza or uh, you know an Esteban Ocon at Hungary you know maybe somebody will go barreling in and take out half the field but hey you got to be in it to win it uh but yeah anyway uh also the W series man going into what is it called in England I'm gonna say this wrong is it administration you know in terms of the W Series, I know we have the F1 Academy. The W Series, right intentions. It's really a shame that that program could not get its feet off the ground. That it really struggled, um, you know, trying to get the traction. It never really manifested itself into something better. And, you know, thankfully it did give a lot of women the chance to get back into racing. Got their names out there. And we have, like, you know, Jamie Chadwick and Indy Light and, um, what is that, the N- NTT, like, the, the bottom level of IndyCar uh, with Andretti. So, you know, it is kind of cool to see those girls, those women getting their name out there. But it's a shame, really, that the W Series couldn't continue on. But anyway, that is my tidbits before Montreal. I'm keeping it short. Hopefully, I'll have a lot to talk about on Monday going into Tuesday. Hopefully, it'll be a busy F1 week. we got to wait and see what happens. But I'm personally excited. I'm ready. I'm gearing up for a good race weekend and hoping that Montreal delivers us some of the surprises that, uh, you know, we kind of expect from this track. Also, if you're bored, start checking out F1idiots.com. Start adding some stuff, some, you know, news, basically a news archive, trying to find news from around the F1 world and, you know, some liveries, team schedules, working on some things with that, seeing what we could do. So thank you guys for listening and I'll talk to you on Tuesday.